Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Late Night Vision Show. I want to appreciate y'all for joining us again today. I know you could be doing a lot of different things, but we really appreciate you joining us this week on another edition of the Late Night Vision Show. But, hey, before we bring in our our uh, great co-host, Mr. Jason Robertson, <laughs> I want to invite everybody. A lot of the topics and, and uh, discussions that you hear on these weekly podcasts our uh, topics and suggestions that are sent in through our, our website and our email address. So if you have any uh, things that you'd like to hear discussed or talked about anything in the world of night vision and thermal optics, uh, please give us uh, a line on the email. It's the late night vision show at gmail.com. Uh, we also would love to get some of your pictures of your coyote and hog hunts. Uh, you can send that to us uh, through email or you can send it to us through Instagram or Facebook. Uh, but we love sharing those pictures and uh, we will definitely put those up. But yes, the suggestions, Jason, are something that we, we love to get and we talk about a lot. But welcome to the show, Mr. Jason Robertson. Again, another week. Uh, another week, another episode. And yeah, Hans is right, folks. Listen, we're doing this show and we're doing it for y'all, the listeners. Um, so we want it to be things that y'all want to hear about. And so a lot of these topics uh, are things that we get requested. And you know, this show that we're going to do today is one of those topics. This That's was right. suggested to us. And uh, we're going to talk about an interesting topic that uh, comes up a lot in this industry, and that is buying used night vision or thermal optics. Mm. Uh, you know, is that wise? Is it good? And so we're going to kind of hash some of that out in a little bit. Uh, but before we get there, uh, I do want to bring up a couple other points of interest. One of those is, this is, you know, fairly big news. Pulsar released a, uh, a very uh, big, encompassing uh, firmware update for the Pulsar Helions and the Pulsar Trails. And it is, uh, it's really supposedly, you know, making some waves out there, uh, supposedly uh, improves image quality, uh, you know, adds a few more, I think changes some button features. And Hans, I know you've, I think you've done a, a couple yeah. of your optics. I have not done mine yet. Uh, to be honest with you, I've been, I've been busy getting, getting ready for a vacation and, and haven't <laughs> done mine, but so, so tell us kind of what are some of the features and things that it's changing? Yeah, so uh, Pulsar uh, is promoting the fact that this firmware update is going to increase the um, the picture image as well as the video uh, image once you download it, take it off, and put it on your computer or on your cell phone. So uh, I've updated a Helion and a Trail, and um, you know, right off the top, uh, immediately, it, what it seems like it does is it changes uh, one of the buttons to a, a kind of a a, a quick. Uh, action button or whatever you, you one of the buttons on top now when you uh, you know do a quick press of it it'll change it through the different identification modes whether it's uh, identification forest rocks it'll change that quickly now when it does that it's it it will go to the standard settings of brightness and contrast whatever those recommendations mm, are I didn't know so, that okay yeah so if you have it set like i i keep mine pretty bright because uh that's the way i like it and the video looks better if it's a little bit brighter so i usually keep my brightness on about 15 i keep my contrast on 12 but if you change that quick set and you push that button and it goes to rock mode or uh, identification or forest it will change all your brightness and contrast hmm. to the recommendation of what it is so cool. um you know, I have not, I just did the update. I have not looked at the video. I have not downloaded the video from any scopes after filming with it. Uh, so I don't know about the video in, uh, quality being any better. 
Um, but really what it looks like to me, it, it changes your brightness and contrast. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it, it, maybe yeah. it does look a, a, a tad bit better. I, I uh, haven't but, done it yet. And, and folks, you know, by the time you're listening to this, this update's already been out a few weeks. Um, so, you know, it's, I don't want to act like it's breaking news because it's not, it has been out yeah. a few weeks. Uh, one of the reasons that I haven't done it, uh, besides the fact I've been busy is I intentionally wanted to take some video with my Helion, with mm-hmm. my trail, uh, and, and then do the update, like, and then go right back outside right then, you know, five minutes right. later and, and do it. Hans, on the other hand. He's like a kid that's got a quarter in his pocket and he's standing in I front am. of the gumball machine. Well, I mean, he's I not going to contemplate. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm thinking this out. And Hans <laughs> yeah, is like, give are. me the gumball. I, you know, everybody was posting about it on social media, talking about how great it was. So the first thing I did, I ran home and, and uh, <laughs> downloaded it real quick. And I did, wasn't even thinking about testing it. You know, that's what you're for. But um, when you do test it, Jason, what you need to do is – Oh boy, uh, he's not going to do it, but he's going to give I'm me a list you, of things to we're, do. We're going to talk like we're not even on air right now, but what you need to do <laughs> is you need to set your, whatever you keep your brightness and contrast on and the, the mode that you're in. I mm-hmm. think you stay like me, you're in the force mode all the time. So whatever your brightness and contrast is on it right now, video with it, and okay. then download the update, put it on your the mode that you are on and mm-hmm. adjust your brightness and contrast to what you normally keep it on mm-hmm. under the old update or what, yep. under the old, you know, and then video. And that's how you need to get a fair comparison of if it's actually better or if it's not just because it's changing your brightness and contrast. Um, that way you're, you're comparing yeah. apples to apples. Sure. You know, well, that's I'm, what I'm, I'm telling you to do. That's what I did not do because I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was too excited about coming home nah, and doing that it. That doesn't surprise me. So no, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna do it. But like I said, I haven't had time to, to do that. So I, I'm I'm intentionally been holding off. But I'll get that done and yep. uh, r- report back. So I'm so. sure everybody else ran home. Hey, but uh, yeah, everybody ran home like I did and did that update. But I also I want to mention to everybody and all the listeners out there, we've got some exciting news. Uh, Outdoor Legacy is now selling the uh, Kofiager Reaper Grips, and I've had a chance to take one of those out recently. I'll share my experience with it, but why don't you give them a little details on on the on those uh, Kofiagers? If, yeah, well, so if you didn't know how to pronounce it, I had to spell it out on my 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 show write up. I had to do it the the way you actually pronunciate it, so it's spelled nothing like it is. In yeah, I've got it spelled K O F I E space y-a-g-e-r <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i can it, remember how to say it it's uh it's not a good name um <laughs> it, it's yeah okay kofi jaeger which is how you say it, it and, and if you want to google it just look up the reaper grip uh, mm-hmm. like the grim reaper reaper grip uh because you're never however you think kofi jaeger is spelled uh unless you're <laughs> german know. it's yeah. you don't know you're gonna there you can never give figure you a, it out i'll give you a hundred tries you're not gonna figure it out unless you have you know some kind of german influence but anyway uh so these are very popular they've been around a long time and they are one of the original grips uh they are high-end they're very nice uh, and they will hold your rifle mm-hmm. and, you know, again, you got to use it on a good tripod. Uh, the slick tripods are, are what, you know, come with these as a kit and that's what we're selling. Now, let me give you a little quick backstory. So, uh, I'm afraid I'm going to get way off in the weeds on this. So I'm going to try to keep <laughs> it simple, but, but essentially Kofi Yeager was recent, recently, um, bought out and they were purchased 
by Cellmark. Cellmark is a Texas company, and Kofi Yeager was a Texas company, by the way. Mm -hmm. So uh, Cellmark bought them. Cellmark is the owner of Sightmark, Firefield, the U.S. distributor for Pulsar, and then a lot of other brands and things that they own or distribute. So essentially, the people... Uh, what we what we consider Pulsar USA and the owners of Sightmark, that's who bought Kofi Yeager. So now they're the ones putting these mounts out. And so we'd looked at them before and, and looked at, uh, you know, becoming a dealer for them. And just we just didn't do it. And we just got busy. Hans and I've talked about it several times. And so now that, you know, I'm getting it all from one vendor, it's just easy. So we went ahead and did it. And we're going to be doing some reviews of them. I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and say, which I know we'll probably talk about more uh, once we get to those reviews in the future. But uh, they're heavy. They're not for everybody, but they will lock down your rifle and they will hold that thing rock steady. And I know we've got a lot of listeners of the show that use them. There's a lot of guys that that ask uh, in the past on the the background image of our YouTube channel and of the, yeah. the background when, you know, Hans and I, if you're watching our YouTube videos, he had a picture of a, uh, of a tripod with his rifle kind of held in there. That was a different mount. And so now, you know, not very stable, but not, not very stable. <laughs> people were always asking us what yeah. mount is that? What do y'all use? And so, we wanted I pretty to much held my breath whenever I kept that thing mounted in that. <laughs> yeah, we were that. That was it. Was yeah. The, your your trigger sticks were were. We love the trigger sticks. Love yeah. them, but they're yeah. not made to hold that that kind of weight. Right. And so anyway, we'll, we're going to be doing some reviews on them. Hans has already been using his out in the field. Uh, I'm actually and and you know for for those that don't know much about them, again, it is a it's like a saddle. It's, it's a, you know, a, a U shaped thing that you put your, your rifle in, you lock it down your rifle. It, it's, you know, held by the forearm. Uh, and then you put this on top of a really nice professional grade tripod and it's rock steady. I'm actually uh, getting a, a set of those in carbon fiber. They're lightweight. Uh, they, they're going to weigh a lot less. They're more expensive. But, uh, you know, they're going to be shipping in from Kofi Yeager, waiting to get that. They were out of stock, I think, when I when I originally ordered. Uh, so I'm going to get those. So we'll be talking about those as well and give you all yeah. the different options. And one more thing, uh, again, when we do the review, we'll get deeper into it. But they have another one that's called a Reaper Rail, and you actually mount it on the bottom of your, your forearm with a rail, with like a Picatinny rail type yeah. attachment. So you don't have to grip it in there. But anyway, there's well, there's going to be a lot to talk about. That's our folks. That's our number one salesman for Outdoor Legacy, Mr. Jason Robertson, leading <laughs> into the product description with the negatives right there. <laughs> hey, let me tell you, people know number if one they salesman. deal if they yeah owner slash number one yeah. they, they know if they deal with me, um, I'm probably going to talk them out of something and talk them into something less expensive. Today, I'll just yeah. tell this quick story and I'll be done. But I had this guy who who called, um, super nice guy. He'd actually gone hunting with. Uh, one of my customers, or I think maybe he had taken one of my customers hunting, whatever it is. And the guy had a Thermion XM38. And so he called and he's like, man, he said, that is an awesome scope. Um, I think this guy does some outfitting. And he said, man, it is, that is great. He said, I think I want one. He said, but I, I had somebody tell me I might look at the higher magnification. And he was telling me what he was doing. And 
I, I knew it wasn't going to work for him because he was shooting way too close. He wanted field of view. He, he just, it really was not a fit. And he said, how long would it take for you to get me one of those, those XM fifties? And I said, man, I've got four or five of them sitting on the shelf. And uh, I said, but you don't want that. You want this XM 38 that you looked at. And I explained to him why we talked about it. We got done and he goes, okay, I got a question. I was like, what's that? And he goes, why are you trying to sell me something that's $500 less that you don't have? And you got five of these others. <laughs> I said, because it's not what you need. He, and he was blown away. He couldn't, he couldn't focus on anything else. The rest of the conversation, he's like, I just don't even know what to say about that. And I was like, well, well yeah, it's, it it's what you need. You don't, you don't true. need that scope. I mean, it's good yeah. for some people, but not what you're wanting to do. So, anyway. so the, the Kofi Ager grips, um, I have taken it out and, uh, I took it out. I just got it. So haven't had a chance to do a lot of hunting with it, but I took it out to do some hog, hog calling. And I tell you what, it, if you're a coyote hunter or if you are, uh, you make a lot of stands for hog calling or coyote calling, it worked great. I've got a, um, a Diamondback AR-10 308 pistol and it's, you know, you know, a, a 13 and a half inch barrel. It's not a very long, uh, rifle. Um, the, the center of balance on it's a, a lot different because it's so short and it's, you know, basically right underneath the, the trigger and, and magazine. So it, it's hard to lock it into some rest and, and feel like it's secure, but I locked it into that Kofi Edgar grip. Uh, and man, it, it was rock solid, like, and it was easy to swivel around and up and down. Uh, I didn't have to, you know, hold the whole weight of the rifle while I was scanning uh, you know, and, and I felt secure and man, I loved it. So for sitting still and calling and that kind of stuff, it worked yeah. great. So we'll be taking them out. We'll be doing reviews on them. Uh, like Jason said, uh, it's a little bit heavy. <laughs> You're going to get some, get some, uh, leg muscles and arm muscles going with it. But <laughs> if you want something that's going to keep that rifle locked in and not feel worried about it and hold your breath when you got it locked in there and yep. walk and walk away, then I think it'll be pretty good. Um, Absolutely. so Go check out OutdoorLegacyGear.com. You can go check out those uh, those no co new Kofi Ager grips. Uh, and don't tr don't try to Google how to spell it. You'll never find it. Just look for uh, Reaper grip. Just re Reaper grip. So, Reaper. All right. We're going to get into our main topic now. And we get calls all, I mean, all the time, Jason, of people that are uh, looking for thermal. And one of the, uh, the common questions that come up that are, uh, hey, I've got a buddy that's selling a scope. And, you know, it's a year old. Do you think it's a good deal? Or what do you think about buying a used thermal? Is there any concerns? And, you know, that's, that's something that comes up a lot. There's, there's a big market for used night vision and thermal scopes out there. I'm sure that there's uh, forums on social media for it and all kinds of stuff. But, you know, really, we wanted to kind of discuss it today because um, there probably are some advantages as well as some disadvantages. We're going to talk a little bit about those today and what you kind of need to look for and be aware of all in the same is, you know, trying to get the best deal that you possibly can. Sure. Well, I can jump in. I can make it short and sweet, which I normally <laughs> can't. I am a thermal dealer. You should only buy new and buy from Absolutely. Outdoor Legacy. The end. Absolutely. All right. Cut the show. No, <laughs> yeah. no, no. L listen, I, I have had people say, well, you're against people buying used thermal because you're a dealer and you want them to buy new. That mm -hmm. makes no sense because... I'm, I'm, you know, this is a long game. So I'm looking down the road at this. And if you have a scope today and let's say it's used and let's say it's worth 3000 bucks and you want to buy another scope and it's $5,000, 
uh, and you say, well, I don't need two and I need these funds. So how am I going to get $5,000? I've got to sell my used scope. You know, mm-hmm. new car dealers don't hate used cars. I mean, right. it's just, I, I don't, I understand yeah. it is part of it. And to sell a new scope, uh, if you already own one, if you don't keep it, you got to get rid of it. I get it. That's, that's the way it goes. Um, you know, the other question that people ask is, um, and I'm, I'm kind of just maybe going on a rabbit trail for a second, but do you take trade-ins? Do you sell used scopes? And that answer is, uh, yes, no, maybe sometimes. And it just, just depends. <laughs> it's a ca- mud. <laughs> yeah. It's a case by case basis. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, tell me what you got. Uh, Don't sell, try to sell us it. your gen one, you know, no, no. And, and I, I'll tell this, Hey, I'll tell you this too, straight up, no different than if you go to the car dealer or you go to trade in your, you know, your side by side or whatever it is, uh, the, the dealer has to make money on it. So yeah. I tell people, um, here's what I can Well, I don't even like to tell you what I'll give you. I'll say, what will you take for it? And I go, yeah, yeah or nay. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I got to make money on it. I mean, that's just the fact of it. I got to take a risk on it. I got to make money. And you can probably get more. Uh, you can yeah. get more if you try very hard going selling it on your own. No, yeah. no doubt. So, I mean, just I'm like not. De- it's, yeah, it's just like a dealership or a car. You're always going to sell. You're always going to make more, a little bit more if you sell it as an individual to uh, to yeah, another and, individual. and the difference is, is when you're trading in, um, since we are not supposed to negotiate the price of thermal scopes when they're new, uh, we have prices set by manufacturers. Uh, since we're not supposed to negotiate those, it, we don't have that ability that car dealers do to hide what you're really getting. You know, you know how that game right. is played. Oh, I got to have this for my trade-in. Fine. But then they're going to, you know, not take off that on the top. And it, we, we can't yep. play that game as well. So it, it's kind of out in the open of what we're going to give you for it. And I'll tell people, I told a guy the other day, I said, I'll give you this much for it. And this is what I think you can sell it for. And that's what I'm going to try to sell it for. Mm-hmm. And he goes, okay, I'll trade it in. I don't want to mess with it to, you know, for $400. It's like, I just don't want to mess with it. I'm like, fine. So, each way. Now, getting back to buying used, you know, should you do it? Um, is it smart? What are the risks? What are the advantages? And I think we all know what the advantages are. I mean, you, yeah. you can you can save money. Uh, so let's talk about the the money aspect. And and this is my opinion. And you know, Hans, you can chime in here. Mm-hmm. You know, I know you see some of this stuff out there used as well, but. I believe, and I think this will change in the future. This is this is the you know late summer of 2019. So this this may be totally different in a year, but the used thermal scope market, and specifically thermal, more than a digital night vision, the, the used market. I believe the scopes sell for too much. Um, I, I I see guys. Not not every time, but a lot of mm-hmm. times. And, and again, in the summer, things are slower, so I have seen a little better deals out there. But I see guys who um, maybe just don't quite have the money that they need to buy that new one, or maybe it's a supply and demand issue. They want this scope, and it's you know no, the dealers don't have it, and it's back ordered, and they don't want to wait. And they, I see some guys buy used stuff for way too much money like there's no other consumer electronic that you would pay that much used yeah um go ahead i know you're gonna say it does yeah it does seem like thermal scopes do hold their value pretty well but let me ask you this because this is one of the questions i was going to ask you because it's a question that we get all the time is 
um, a, a, a person is trying to sell their thermal scope and they call in and they want to know what the value, there's no, you know, it's not like Kelly Blue Book where you go look, mm-hmm. look up the value of your car and you know what to sell it for or what it's valued right. at. A lot of people, when they're trying to sell a thermal or they're trying to buy a thermal, they just don't know what these, what these things are worth, yeah. you know, depending on how long they've been used or, or, or how hard they've been used. But is there any way to get a, a good that, judge as far as what something's worth? That's a that's a really that's a great question, and the answer is no. I mean, you know, you yeah. can go out, you can search, you know, Facebook, you can search some of the the classified ads, the the, the forums, and look and see what people are asking. And there seems to be a, a pattern there. Again, in the summer months, um, it does get a little bit cheaper because there's just it's a slower time for for people buying night vision and thermal and hunting. Uh, it'll go back up in the cool months of the year. Seems like. But I I don't know. Okay, let's go back to I can answer one side of that better. What should you pay for it? I can't tell you what it's worth if you're selling it necessarily. I can tell you what you should pay for it. And my answer to that is you should pay for it whatever you would pay for a used laptop or a used iPad or a used TV or any other electronic item because that's what it is. And it's a more expensive electronic item. And it's an item that if it breaks, there is likely no way to get it fixed, depending on the manufacturer. Um, a lot of these scopes do not have, uh, you know, again, out of warranty options for repair, unless it's just, you know, a lens cap or something. Well, easy. But, but let me, yeah, let me ahead. ask you this. So when you say uh, don't spend more than you'd spend for a used laptop, um, you are you can find to some try to, you're fixing to try to pin me down. Well, you can find some really inexpensive laptops. But when you say that to to give some clarification, are you talking about uh, Let me let me 80, say this. 80% yeah. of the original value of the original I, price with if it's under a year old or yeah. you know, how does I, I a, know I, it's There's no what we're there, trying to get at. There's no ro- no clear answer and, There and is no just, clear answer, yeah. but let me say this. Um, I don't know anybody that would take a um let's just say let's just say it's an iphone and if you went and you know or an i don't know an android whatever i use an iphone so if you go buy one of those outright they're super expensive i mean i think some of the new models are almost a thousand dollars i don't know i haven't bought one in a long time Mm -hmm. there's no way that you would go out and give somebody eight hundred dollars for one of those used if you do, it's crazy. I mean, that wouldn't mean, you know, you're not getting a warranty. Apple is not going to warranty that thing. It would make right. no sense for you to save, uh, you know, that $200, which is 20%. And you just, I, I don't know, maybe you would do it. I would never do it. I'm, I'm saving $200, 20%, and I'm taking a chance on getting home. And in a week, that thing, you know, pooping out on me, and I've got a paperweight. Same thing with the thermal. I mean, again, now the guys that are out there selling you scopes right now are going, you are the worst guy in the world. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I'm just looking at it from a consumer standpoint. I, I buy lots of things used. I buy electronics used. Um, I bought my, uh, my iPad that, that I'm recording on used. I mean, I, I do. I buy things used. I just bought, a, uh, I bought a, a digital camera. My wife and I needed a new one for a family vacation. I bought one that was new in the box. You know, the, the whole open box deal. Never been used. Bought it on eBay. And 
here's the deal. It, I know that it has no warranty. And we'll talk about warranty in a minute. We're going to get there. But I bought that thing at a, about almost 50% off of what the brand new one cost. And I look at that and I say, you know what? It's brand new. Um, obviously, I'm going to get it. I mean, just like if you bought a scope from somebody, you get it, you get to turn it on, you get to look at it. I mean, if it's dead on arrival and the guy lied to you, that's a scam. That's a different deal. I'm not talking about getting well, scammed. I'm, you know, I'm talking about something dying after you've got it. Yeah, but here's the difference with thermal scopes. If you have a dealer that has an open box, uh, they would never well, sell it for 50% well, off. Well, that, you know? okay. Now we're going back to a whole nother deal. That's a warranty issue. Yeah. Okay. So... So that I didn't buy from a dealer. Yeah. I bought this from an individual on eBay. I'm making that point. I, I bought that scope at 40 to 50% off of retail. Open mm -hmm. box, no warranty from a lady in New York State. <laughs> okay? And uh, I was willing to take that risk. Not that she's going to send me a box of rocks. I'm not talking about that risk. I'm talking about the risk of uh, I take it and I use it two weeks and it dies on me. And I go, gosh, there's mm. their Canon is not going to warranty this thing. So th you have to decide what that is. And for you, maybe it is 20%. Maybe it's saving $200. I, maybe it's mm. saving $2,000. You know, I, I don't know whatever your number is, but I just think uh, from all the, the used electronics that I see, again, from TVs, computers, smartphones, tablets, uh, any consumer electronics, I don't see anything that holds its value anywhere near what, what thermal seems to. Now, you know where I'm going next. I am going to the warranty issue. Right. Um, so here's where things get dicey. Um, warranty is not what it appears when you're buying this used stuff. You need to buy this just like you're buying a used iPad or a used camera off of eBay or anything else. I do not care if someone tells you, I never registered it, uh, I bought it and it's got two years and two months of warranty left or whatever. If you will go to the major manufacturers of thermal and night vision and you will read the warranty information, it reads just like it does for any other consumer electronic. The warranty is for the original purchaser only who purchased that from an authorized retailer or other, you know, authorized channels, meaning, you know, mm -hmm. they bought it from, you know, a distributor or whatever. Somebody that has the, not just Jim Bob, but uh, somebody yeah. that is a dealer or who, uh, who's basically acting as a dealer. There's a and lot the dealers, of dealers. Yeah. And the dealers have records of who they sold those units that's right. to. That's yeah. exactly so they, right. they have a way to go back and, and find that. E that's information. exactly even though, right. Yeah. Even though no, it's not registered, the owner, the original owner didn't register it. The manufacturer can still find out either yeah. you bought that from a dealer or did not. Yeah. So. And what they're going to require is they're going to require an original receipt. Now, can you have some sort of receipt that doesn't have anybody's name on it and, you know, you sneak that by? Probably. You know, I just, I mean, yeah, you, if you want to get sneaky with it and cheat the system, there are ways to, to do that. But generally speaking, that guy's going to have a warranty. I mean, I'm sorry, a receipt. And 
it was if he has the receipt, um, the the manufacturer still wants to know that you bought that scope. And yes, I know we can get down to it and you, you can say, well, there's no name here. I can cut his name out. I can, I know guys that have done it and they've gotten by. You, you got to know though, you're taking that risk. And if you don't have that original receipt and you don't have one that's generic without his name on it. And Hey, you know, even if it's real, I, I've, you ought to hear the horror stories I've heard over the years, <laughs> but, but anyway, you're taking that risk. And then we get into this. Some of the manufacturers, and I don't want to name these names because uh, I, I don't, I just don't think it'd be wise. There are some manufacturers that we deal with that have great customer service, and they have been known to been to be lenient. Mm-hmm. And to a guy go, man, I just bought this thing used, and this guy told me he's only had it for you know whatever, and they can look and they can say. We've only been making this scope for 16 months. It's got a three-year yeah. warranty. It's impossible that it's, you know, so they go, ah, okay, and they do somebody a favor, you know, right. and there, there is some of that, and that's good. I, I, I love to hear those stories, but you can't, you can't buy with that, you know, in your mind as a guarantee. You can buy mm-hmm. with that, hey, if this happens, maybe they'll do me a favor, but you can't be mad when they don't. I mean, right. the warranty, it clearly states that I went uh, just to reread before this show, doing my show prep. I mean, I read Flair. I read Pulsar. You just go read what it says. It says the same thing anything else does. It's for the original manufacturer. I mean, I'm sorry, the original uh, purchaser only. Mm-hmm. And you will be required to show that proof of purchase. And so... All the time I see it all over the classifieds and, and Facebook groups of, you know, two years of warranty left or that that is it does not work that way. Uh, right. Again, you may cheat the system. You may lie. You may, you know, fabricate something and get by. But that's dishonest and that's not the way it works. And and I'm not trying to, you know, be mean there, but it is dishonesty. It's not the way it works. If you tell the manufacturer, hey, I bought it used, can you help me out? And they do, sure. That's that's awesome. Great customer service for them. But you can't blame them if they don't. Now Well, my, it would be my luck. I'd buy one used and have a warranty issue. And I would be the oh, first no. person that was ever questioned about a receipt. And oh, I, I know. That'd be, it would that'd happen. be my luck. That'd be my luck. Exactly. So now I've said the negative things here. But the positive is what I want to say is that, yeah, I think that there's some great thermal scopes mm-hmm. out there that have very, very little use. I mean, I've seen stuff that's like new in the box. And you can get a deal on it. And I believe that, that a lot of those are worth the risk. I hey, think l- you- maybe we can mention too, Pulsar's, uh, at least the trails have shot counters on them. Yep. So that's you right. You know how many times it's been shot, which is probably yep. a good point. They do. You can go down. That's a great point. You can go down into the, uh, into the settings and the, the firmware there and you can look and it's got a shot counter and it may not be a hundred percent accurate, but it's going to be, mm really really close if not act well, perfectly accurate the, the give you some says, idea the guy that says oh i only shot it you know 50 times and you and you, you know you get it or he sends you a picture of that screen and it's got a thousand rounds on it you oh, know yeah. it's I've, a good way I've, to i've had to some issues of, of that of i never yeah. shot it once 
<laughs> mm, looks like you shot it about 240 times, but you know, that's just, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's a great point. And do, I think there's a lot of great deals out there. You just mm. got to look for them. And I would just buy knowing that, that, Hey, whatever price I pay, I need to be willing to gamble if I have a problem that there's no warranty. Maybe, hey, maybe I'm going to get lucky. Maybe they're going to take care of me. Maybe I'm going to, you know, but, but I would buy under the assumption of it's not going to have a warranty. Um, and what is this worth and what am I willing to risk to do it? Yeah. And if you're selling, you know, like anything else, try to get all you can get. And I think you, you're going to know what the market is, uh, what it will bear. I think it's not going to take you long. If you put it out there and nobody bites on it at all, it's too much. I mean, you know, it's right. not, it's like selling anything else. And, um, but, but I realize there's not a, there's not a blue book. Um, but you can, you can get an idea. It doesn't take you long yeah. to do some searches and, and look around and just see what stuff is selling for and try. And if nobody bites or everybody is offering you some lower amount, you may realize mm -hmm. that's, that's where you got to go if you want to get a quick sale on it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, my advice too, uh, if, if for selling it, here's my, my tips to you. Keep every single thing. Keep the original box. Keep mm -hmm. every little piece of plastic. Keep any anything that comes with it. Just stick it all back in there. Throw it in the closet. If you ever want to sell it, you're going to get more for it with all those things versus the guy who's all he's got is the scope laying on his counter. And yeah. it's like nothing else. He's just, I mean, that, that's... Well, anything it's something is. About, you got the box, yeah. you know. It's something about seeing a picture when somebody sends you a picture and it's in the box or has the box. It just makes it seem like it's in better shape or newer. Well, know? and it also makes it feel like this guy cares enough to yeah. keep the box. Yeah. So he's probably going to take care of his stuff. And, I mean, I don't know. I, just my advice if you're going to sell one. Uh, and, again, I'm not not hating on, on used thermal because it is a way that this is the mm -hmm. other reason that I like it. Yeah. It allows people who maybe can't afford, you know, okay, let's just even take something like an entry-level scope, say, you know, a $1,900 Pulsar Core RXQ30V. That's still out of a lot of guys' price range today. But maybe they can buy one and they can snag one. I saw one today for $1,200. Man, that's mm -hmm. it. I, I think that's fair. I yeah. think that's, a, I think that's a, a fair price. Scope was barely used, box, everything. That can allow somebody to get into this game get into night hunting and you know maybe down the road they save up and they they want to trade that in and, and roll into another scope and i might get a shot at them then if not still no problem it's more people hunting hogs hunting coyotes and and we're happy with that so, so I, I i know i sound negative but I, no. I just see a lot listen let me real quick and i, I know we we need to i'm, I'm rambling here but I, I haven't mentioned this i'm coming at it from this angle i get the phone calls I've had the phone calls of the guy nearly in tears going, I just paid $3,800 for this scope. I've had it for six months. It doesn't work. Can you forge a receipt for me so I can send this back? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. can, and I mean, can I pay you $500? I had a guy offer me $500 to make him a fake receipt to send this scope in because he's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. This thing, and, and he said the guy didn't. It just died, and I've had it, and I've been using it, and I, I don't know. I I'm going to be out this money. I have no idea what to do, and I'm like, man. I mean, I'm I'm sorry, but I'm not. Yeah. That's that's dishonest. Well, I can't do that, and so it is what it is. 
So, so to recap, let's run down those advantages and disadvantages again. Okay. So the advantage, obviously, being the price factor, you can get a great deal on a scope. Yep. Um, you uh, well, what else is other, other than price? Well, I think price <laughs> is the the biggest the thing. Sometimes thing. you might be able to get one when there's a back order or a wait. Yeah. Uh, you know, somebody could be, be but that scope is probably going to be worth more because supply and right. demand. But but yeah, yeah, you may be able to pick one up when there's a a, a big wait. You know, with with yeah. all the dealers. Well, and you know, with if from a selling standpoint, if you're trying to sell a, a used thermal, gives you a chance to to maybe get a decent amount of money for it and upgrade yep. into a new scope. So it allows yeah. you to kind of take a step up. And, and Absolutely. I've got a buddy of mine. He's basically, when it comes to thermal, he's a horse trader. And he is wheeling and dealing scopes all the time. I, I talk to him. He's always either trying to sell a scope or trying to buy a scope used. And uh, he's he's made his, he's stepped up every time. He's done well. So well, That's good. Uh, hey, but, let me throw out one more quick thing that, that I will mention. You mentioned a while ago, open box and a dealer. That is the caveat to all this. I'm not going to get real deep into this, but there are a lot of times that a dealer an authorized dealer can sell a used scope, an open box, a demo, any of these things with a full or a partial warranty. Depends on the manufacturer, depends on the, the situation, but there is a lot of times that we can sell open box scopes, uh, demo scopes with a full warranty. Uh, they are our scopes. They're brand new. We, I mean, I'll say we're brand new. We, we've never sold them. They've been in our possession. We took them out, looked at them in the field. We can sell those with a full warranty. Again, depending on the manufacturer and the situation. There are even times, uh, it's got to be pretty specific situations, where I can get in a used scope and offer a limited warranty on that. Um, I've got some clarification in writing from some of the manufacturers that they say, uh, you know, if it was a scope you sold and you're mm. getting it back, uh, I've got some leeway there. Or if the guy has the original receipt from his dealer and he gives that to me. What I was saying is, is that if, if I've got that, you know, if he trades it in and he's got his original receipt, set a three-year warranty, he'd had it two years from his original purchase, maybe I can extend that. So uh, a lot of dealers have some leeway there. But again, that's because we're authorized dealers, not not mm. just, you know, the average guy on the street. So a little bit different there. Yep. So anyway, all right, all right. that is so it. So we recapped it. Yeah, we recapped the advantages. Now the disadvantages. Obviously, um, you, there's a possibility that you could be paying something, uh, you know, paying money for something that's not good quality or defective or could, you know, just peter out on you in six months. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, obviously, the fact that the, the warranty is not transferable from individual to individual, which is a which is a big factor, uh, you know, especially when I'm uh, looking to spend several thousand dollars at a time. Um you know, and, and so that's, it's really, as far as, like Jason said, there are some great deals out there. There's good opportunities. Like I said, we get people that call all the time wanting us to know if we uh, have any used thermals, anybody wanting to sell used thermals or buy thermals. Uh, so there is a good market out there. Um, it, and I have found that thermals do hold their value they pretty do. well. So they if you're do. a seller, that's great news. Um, but if you're a buyer, there's still some great deals out there because just like everything else, uh, there are people out there that need to get rid of that thermal as soon as possible for whatever reason, uh, whether they're that, just needing the cash or they want to upgrade to something else. Yeah, there is. There's uh, there's a, a couple people recently that have asked me about trading in, and I've said, yeah, you know, here's what I would ask for it if I was you. Here's what I can give you. I'm just just shooting you straight. 
And uh, they hum hot around and said, well, I think I'll buy it and, and sell it on my own. Hey, no problem. Doesn't hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. It's actually better for me. I don't have to mess with it. And uh, I, I saw these guys on Facebook, uh, two of them, and uh, they actually sold it for less than what I told them I'd give them on trading. Oh, and no. I was like, oh, man, I kind of feel bad <laughs> now, those guys. But mm-hmm. I, I, I think what it was is they just, got, they just want to sell it. They want to get rid yeah. of it. You know, yeah. and I understand. That. Yeah. And, hey, somebody got a deal, too. I'll tell you that. Somebody got a deal. So mm-hmm. look around for them. I, I buy used all the time and a lot of different things. I'm not against it. Just just make sure you do your homework and make sure you get you a deal. And if you're selling, try to get all you can get. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two, two different exactly hats right. if you're a seller or a buyer. But folks, listen, I hope you've enjoyed this. Maybe you learned a little bit of something. Uh, if you have any questions uh, about night vision thermal before you buy, you can always feel free to give me a call. 877 350 1818. You can always find me at outdoorlegacygear.com. We would love to do business with you and I love to help you make decisions before you buy on different scopes, night vision, thermal, whatever it may be, handheld or rifle scopes. And if you're looking for Hans, the better (laughs) half of this show, you can find him uh, on his, I know, I know, on his, his, uh, you know, wildly popular YouTube channel hans etx h-a-n-s-e-t-x you can find him there and on instagram i feel feel like you're patronizing me a little bit just just a a little bit (laughs) you can also find him on instagram and uh i'm gonna i can't say anything else without laughing now because i (laughs) i am patronizing just a little bit so (laughs) well uh, folks we thank you all again for joining us keep those uh topics and suggestions coming in the late night vision show uh, at gmail.com uh, also, you can send us your pictures on Instagram or Facebook again, or you can just uh, email those to us. Thank you all for joining us this week. Jason's leaving out pretty soon to go on vacation, but we are still dropping episodes. I'm not letting them off. We're still going to be putting out shows. Uh, we put out a show, brand new show every Thursday. So tune in again next Thursday. You'll get to hear another episode of the Late Night Vision Show. Thank you all. Keep making them bacon pancakes and stay safe in the fields. 